Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, what's going on, everybody? How you feeling? How you feeling? Excuse me. Hopefully you're enjoying your Sunday. Hopefully you're enjoying your family. And hopefully you're just enjoying life. Speaking of that, before we get into it, I want to take a second to speak on the late Chadwick Boseman. Those of you that don't know him, he played in, he's a movie star, right? Was a movie star that just recently passed at the age of 43. He played uh, Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. He played James Brown in the movie Get On Up. And the most memorable uh, movie that he played in was Black Panther, where he played T'Challa. So he will forever be in our memories, I'm sure, right? Those that can celebrate his art and his craft. However, what I do want to expound on is for the men out there. He passed away from colon cancer. Now, he was diagnosed in 2016, and when he was, he was already at stage three, okay? It's a very aggressive type of cancer. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, especially you fellas, young men, we need to take responsibility and take our health seriously, okay? So let this be a lesson to us, and at least just to open up our eyes to our health and how important that is, okay? So again... Shots out and prayers to uh, the Bozeman um, family, okay, and 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 all of his all of his great works. But before we go into the show, of course, you know what we have to do about this time. We have our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful sponsors, and without them, we would not be where we are today. And of course, you, the viewers, right? So I want you guys to give a moment. To look at the screen, those of you that are not able to look at the screen, we have our credit repair, okay? Credit repair. Make sure y'all check her on now, Miss Tracy Brown. Tracy Brown, ladies and gentlemen, is a career, I'm sorry, a credit repair specialist. She can help you with everything dealing with your money. Make sure you give her a call. Her number is 618-560-3687. And just to find out where you are, if you're not secure with with your with your uh, with your credit or you you have aspirations of having better credit, again, give her a call. She's a retired Air Force veteran. Her name Tracy Brown, ladies and gentlemen, number 618-560-3687. All right, all right. Now, getting ready to get into this, ladies and gentlemen, we have a magnificent show. I want you, first of all, make sure you hashtag where you are listening from. Not only do we have a great, great guest, but our panel is just as great. And we have a special guest host today. So we're going to give her, we're going to let her introduce herself. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for Miss Camille. 
just want to say hello to everyone in the den tonight. Um, it is an honor and a privilege to be a co-host and, you know, a guest host on this show today um, with uh, Diamond One and Mr. Manny Pinheiro. So I am very, very um, grateful for this platform. But I'm seeing my Sergeant Camille Thomas, but right now I'm Camille. Um, I am in Georgia, originally from California. I do Sanity Check with Seth every Saturday morning at 0800 uh, Central Time, 0900 Eastern Time. So make sure you tune in to that as well. But that's me in a nutshell. I'm just here to have some conversation, get some good nuggets, and um, just, you know, give us give you guys all we have so right on. Me on welcome ma'am welcome ma'am <clears throat> yes again ladies and gentlemen she is mother half on the sanity check and look luckily she's there to keep me sane because y'all know i'm out of line big will what's going on man how you feeling yo what's going on seth hey camille glad to have you on glad for you to be a part of this show but today is going to be a lot different because we always talk about real talk in the leadership, no matter if you're in a business-like setting or a military-like setting, for somebody to just keep it 100 with you, to call it like you see it. And today is going to be that day where you, right here on the lines, then they're going to get just that, that real talk. Big Hearn, what's good with you, brother? Oh, so you're introducing me. Okay, okay, Will, I see what you're doing. Hey, 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 I'm happy to be here, man. Um, I never really had a chance to talk to Diamond One, but, you know, I've always seen him on the net, and, felt connected to him that way because man, you've always been, you've always spit real talking. Like Will said, I'm excited to, uh, to do this. And Seth knows how many times I like, man, get Camille on, get Camille on the show, man. We, we need her on this show. <laughs> uh, hey, I appreciate you opening up with uh Chadwick Boseman, man. Um, I'm not really big into celebrity deaths like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't really hit me like that, but this one was a little bit different. You know what I mean? Cause when you think about what he's done, with uh, Black Panther, you know James Brown, you know uh, all all Jackie Robinson, all the all the uh, the roles that he played, he's pretty instrumental to to our culture. You know what I mean? This guy was on his way to being our Denzel Washington, and it was cut short. So it did kind of hit me that he was gone when uh, you know I was told, "Hey, did you check Facebook?" I like, man, we really lost a good one. You know what I'm saying? He was going to drop. He was just beginning, so I appreciate you opening with him, and I want to dedicate this show to him today. Right on, right on. So you're absolutely right. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to celebrate life, okay? Mm -hmm. Celebrate life, celebrate his, celebrate yours, and let's celebrate this realness. So ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we have enough time in the den to go over this young man's accolades. You dig, but um, just know who he is. Look, this dude named still ring bells all right anybody that i ask that yo have you do you know chief do you know chief uh do you know chief manny do you know chief? what yeah he was my chief when i was an airman he was my chief when i was a staff he was my chief when i was a master he was my chief i'm like well damn why wasn't he my chief okay <laughs> why wasn't he my shirt you feel me you feel me but listen ladies and gentlemen with with all due respect and brother manny brother brother Forums, live stage, man. Yo, uh, have, I'm humbled to have uh, opportunities to speak to masses of folks, man. But that intro was money, man. I got I got four amazing folks out here <laughs> putting it all together. So I can't thank you enough for for humbling me with an opportunity to spend some time with you this evening, man. Yo, the pleasure is uh, all man, ours, brother. And I, Herm touched on something, man. That that you started with school is uh is this this 
attention to detail to 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 men. I, I'm gonna tell you, look, man. I'm I just turned 52, and uh, on the 16th of August, right? So fitting for the Lions, then, right? Uh, but I'm gonna tell you that I was already two years behind my 50th check, and and I and that's real. Like I literally just had my colonoscopy, and I'm being transparent, putting it out there for all these men. Uh, to understand how important that really is to get checked out. I felt behind. So just solely based on the timeline that they give men, and I was nervous because health is health, man. You know, you could want to live a good life, but if you don't know your body and you don't know what's going on, man, it'll creep up on you just like it did to this young man. And you're talking 43 years old. So, man, big shout for the folks out there. If you're listening, if you're watching this, Please get yourself looked at and checked out and stay as healthy as possible. There's just too many people out there who care. And, and, and you know, we got to make sure we take care of ourselves. So yes. thank you for that, man. No doubt. No doubt. So look, Lion's Den, Lion's Den, the family, the pride. Y'all know how it is. We got folks in <laughs> Chicago right now. We got them in Scott. Yo, San Antonio, they getting it in. Red Horse, we got them here in the building. Hey, Korea. Hey, Chief Woods in the building. Look at him. He watching. Yo, we got it. We live. We live, y'all, right? We get it in. But listen, we got the Chief on. And ladies and gentlemen, if there's any questions that you have, of course, we're going to post um, the, the number and everything. But we want to let the Chief get this shit off his chest, right? I don't know if y'all uh, know this or uh, not, but look, the Chief getting... Wait, wait, let me get a little Yo, yeah, yo go, go get that drink, right? Because look, we about to do it right. Y'all know how we do. I'm gonna give y'all a chance to get y'all num num juice ready because we're gonna keep it 100. <laughs> Normally, we do one good hour, but we're gonna stretch a little, man, because this brother did... How many years? 30 what? 32. 32. Bro. Listen, some of y'all little Thundercats wasn't even around. <laughs> hey, 32 years, five months, and so many hours. You dig it? So, so look, we're going to get this man his time. Right on. We're going to give him his time. So, all right, brother. The first question, I'm going to give it to Miss Camille. All right? Yeah. Camille, you, you ready to, to, to get it? There you go. Go ahead. Holla at I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so, I just want to say thank you, too, for bringing up uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, and I wanted to start off uh, with this question. And it really is, what's a lesson that you've learned either in his life, the way he lived his life, or the way he died that you would oh, pass God. on to everyone yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, look, man, what an amazing question. Uh, one, no comparison outside of the fact that, you know, how a grad, right? So he, he I, I unfortunately did not go to that school, but you can tell the history that, that he wanted to be part of. And, and, and then the legacy that he's left. Like Herm was touching on the movies, that, that he was able to be part of in our generation. I heard, and I don't I, I don't know if I could lock it in, but I heard that you called him the next Denzel, and he's actually discovered by Denzel. So that's some crazy stuff when you think about the, you know, the comparison of acting of, of ability. Uh, there's no doubt that my man brought it to the table. Uh, I will share uh, that, you know, if you look at a comparison, um, transparency. Like, what you see is what you got with him, right? Whatever role he took on, he became that person. And, and you know, and, and the, the flip to that is that he didn't forget where he came from. Uh, you know, I saw that he did the, uh, he did the, he went back to a commencement speech. He gave back to the school, uh, you know, and, and talked about, man, I'll tell you one of the things that, that resonates uh, for those who have not seen that speech in its entirety. He talked about purpose. Yeah, bro. So, I, when I lock into my time and how I can be compared or leave, even seen in the light that he was trying to push, 
it's man, you gotta you gotta have a purpose. Like you gotta understand why you why you here, and then you gotta find out how you gonna get to if you haven't reached it. How you gonna get to finding what your purpose really is? You know, I I, I try to tell folks every time that I speak, I start and end every conversation with a thank you, because there's always a contribution that comes from so many people that have been able to at least gain a little bit of your time, right? And, and you know, I. If y'all know me, my mantra is about time, right? I don't count time, make time count. And I, I preach that from day one because I think we, especially in the military, man, we we sometimes lose focus and we let so much time go by. And, and we let uh, uh, such an opportunity to do the things that you're passionate about slip right through your hands because you want somebody else's agenda. Yo. You, know, and you want then, somebody else's purpose. And, and, and you know what? And then you want somebody else's validation. Man, yo, you know, it's crazy, man, but that's exactly how you get aligned off of your, your world, right? You be, you try to do so hard to make somebody else uh, feel good about themselves that you forgot. <laughs> now you got 10, 15 years invested in this thing and you ain't done anything to put yourself back on the map. Right. So so I think that's, that's uh, you know, Camille, that's a great question. Uh, I definitely would not compare any acting capabilities that I have to, to, to the man, but, but I, I, I align the purpose piece, man, because I think sometimes we forget that everyone that's here on this God living earth is, is defined by something that they're here to do. And, uh, you know, and I, I found mine very late. I was actually on the hunt for a long time trying to figure out, I just knew that it wasn't in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I needed to, to try to stimulate whatever it was going to be to get out. If you know anything about, man, I'll tell you, in high school, I was not the most, you know, put out there cat. I I, I could have easily went to a darker side if, if need be. And uh, and I was very, I think it carries over to now, but I was very uh, aware of who I put in my circle. Yo, um, hold my, on, my, because we, we go get there. We go get there because you know how, <laughs> how serious we are about that circle. But ladies and gentlemen, again, if you're just tuning in, we got the man, the legend, right? Diamond <laughs> one, Chief Panero. Hey, listen, if you're watching this and you're hearing these jewels, make sure you put in there hashtag purpose. OK, purpose. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is your purpose? Hey, not 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 your mama's purpose. Hey, look, look. Hey, not your boy's purpose, but your purpose, all right? Hey, uh, hey go ahead, Big Herm. What you got, Herm? Hey, just because a lot of people, we, we do have a non-military audience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of those people might not know you, and we call, we're call we calling you Diamond One. Can you uh just let, let the people know what, what we're talking about when we say Diamond One? Like, yeah, what, was your, what was your background? So, so of course, you know, a good portion of my military career was spent as a, a first sergeant. And a first sergeant, the chevron for a first sergeant is a diamond within the, the, the scope of the chevron. Uh, in this position, uh, under the, the, the flux of the, the, the office that I sit in, the chief master sergeant of the Air Force, um, I am the highest uh, first sergeant in, in, that kind of has oversight over all first sergeants in the Air Force. Uh, so that initially, my call sign is Diamond One, right? Uh, you know, and it's funny, man, because I love that I saw the, the the platform that y'all provided to to announce this uh, this, this this forum, and I saw a diamond cut, man. I was like, oh, that. <laughs> you felt shot. that? You felt that? I felt it, man. <laughs> uh, and you know, not to take away, because you know, in my position, the day that the chief master on the Air Force um, uh, left the position and we transitioned to chief uh, master on Air Force nineteen, Joe Bass. 
uh, who's a phenomenal, phenomenal chief. And she's breaking barriers all by herself right now. Um, but that same day is when I transitioned my office. So there's a new diamond one uh, in the seat right now, uh, uh, Chief Mike Perry. And he is, he was formerly the commandant of the First Sergeant Academy. And, uh, and selection rate, the way that position is actually chosen is through the chief. So the chief mass on the Air Force goes out and does the selection. Unfortunately, because we were so behind with the confirmation of, uh, of the chief of staff, it was a lot of waiting time. And if you all don't know, the waiting, even the waiting time to select the chief mass on the Air Force, right? Because we have to wait for the chief of staff to get settled. And then he's the one that he or she selects that next individual. So there was just, it was a crunch time. So what we did ahead is I, I went ahead and selected uh, the new chief, uh, my commandant that was there uh, to come to the position because of, you know, we had all this transition going on. I just couldn't wait. So it worked out because as soon as uh, she got selected, we let her know, hey, this is how I went down. This is the guy. And she already knew him. So it was a money team already put together. So, so yeah, so Diamond Cut Herm is, uh, Diamond One is the, the forename for the, the the policy guy that, that has oversight over all 26, 2700 first sergeants in the Air Force. Well, you know what? It seemed like we just gave you a new a new uh, call sign, Diamond Cut, right? <laughs> hey, I feel it, man. Yo, I was like, man, that's nice. Yo, <laughs> hey, what y'all think, Dan? Lions Dan, what y'all think? Diamond Cut? Hey, that, that's that new, new? <laughs> hey, Big Will, what you got, man? What you got for the chief? Hey, chief, as a master sergeant, my primary focus is taking care of air. And what I'm looking from for you is two parts for you to talk to leaders and to talk to airmen as it relates to a lot of leaders are in positional aspects of their careers, but don't have that influence to influence people in the right direction. They don't have that juice, right? But then you have airmen that are doing their jobs, looking for that mentorship, but they don't get it. Mm. But you expect them to automatically know just because they, have been in three, five, six, seven years. Yeah, what do we say to those leaders that are in those positions but aren't necessarily doing what they should be doing? Well, you know me, man. I'll tell you, uh, those are the cats that we was trying to farm out of the business because uh, we got too many of them. We got a lot of people, uh, and you've seen this, right, um, who who are in it for the wrong reason. Right? Fakers. They, uh, they, they, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, they, they love the accolades and they love to see all the, the performance uh, awards. But man, what are they doing for their people, right? And and they and their people are hungry, man. They they sitting around just waiting for somebody to throw, you know, a piece of steak, a raw steak on the ground and feed them. And, and these these young, I say young adults, right? I could say that because I'm as old as, right? But what they do in these primary positions is that they don't actually try to figure out who's going to replace them, who's going to take over the next level. Uh, and they don't try to set them up for success. They may think they're doing it, but man. When you're looking for a mentor, you got to think about somebody who's trying, that one, inspires you to, to try to do something positive, but also somebody that's going to stimulate you, man. You know, I mean, most of us, you know, who served uh, at one given time had somebody that you go, damn, man, that cat actually spoke to me. He actually gave me some time. That time is a factor that I think we don't take advantage of. Uh, you know, and I, I truly believe, man, if you want to hunt, and, and I was a young, when I was a young airman, man, you know, I just try to find people who was either, you know, doing the job or doing it better than me. You know, one of the cats that I still strongly uh, admire to this day was a cat who taught me how to wear my BDUs correctly. Like, you know, when they was bringing in the whole, you know, straightening it out, the legs and pants and 
and making sure that it was blouse, but it was like a cut blouse. And keep in mind, I'm old school, man. When I came in, we still had fatigue. Yo, right? hey, hold on, wait, wait. Let them know how low. Hey, <laughs> so I'm telling you, man. I'm dating myself. I don't care. We staying transparent, right? <laughs> but my joints was like polished, right? You know? I, right. I, I lost them joints up. There was crease. We could get the sleeves cut to short joints, man. It was. I was dangerous, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Make them joints stand up. You're right. What? You're so, right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, you get some starch in them bad boys. They 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 waiting for you to jump in like a fireman, you know. Damn. Uh, but but the deal is, is that even at that level, you still can recognize someone who's out there doing what needs to be done. So you you know we got a lot of airmen like that to this day, man. And 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 the empowerment, man. I think we we took we took that away from our folks, man. We started treating these young adults like they were children, and we forgot that they they. Well, they came in on their own, you know, their own will, right? They own, they own. We, tr they're trying to learn from the folks in the game, but the, the people in the game, they want to invest. See, you know, there's, a, there's a saying, man. Uh, I don't know if y'all Alexander Great, and we're talking lions, right? So, yeah, there's a saying that I love, man. It's, uh, I'm not afraid of, uh, of, uh, of, I'm not afraid of an army of lions led by a sheep. I'm more afraid of an army of sheep led by a lion. You feel that's me? It. Yo. Bro, I'm trying to tell you that's that. That's what it is. And that's real talk because we got a lot of folks out there on the front trying to be lions. Hey, hey listen. Hey, hey, you know they what, Manny? Hey, 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 they ain't roaring like they you, baby. Bro, they ain't built they ain't like roaring. that. <laughs> <laughs> they, shout out. That's right. And it's crazy, though. But, but guess what? They dress like they are, though. Oh, talking bro. big shit like they lions. You dig? It, but but but, but when it's time to eat, just just like just like other chiefs said, listen, when it's time to be like a beast, then beast up. Now they're like, ah, I ain't really about that uh, life. Yeah. But you, hey, know, you know, know what? Hey, the, the jacked up part is a true lion can sniff out another one. Oh, bro, believe it. And, and you know what? The pride would always come clean. Always. So I'm big about the circle, right? That cipher that you find yourself in, and and finding people that are just as hungry. And are gonna feed off each other. Damn. That's 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 what we missing, man. That we there's a growth element, right? At this level, I'm I'm blessed, man, because you know most of the cats that that I my peer group chiefs that I've known for years, you know we we all grew up together. Like we we you know we we fed each other. Somebody was off on the left, we try to bring them back, and then we say, hey man, look, I can't carry you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to give you this line and follow it because the other two cats are doing the same. And I was no different. You know, when back as an airman in the dorms, wow, all we was waiting for was Friday, right? Uh, trying to find what next party was going to be, who's bringing the bottle, who's tapping the bottle. We was tapping more bottles back in the days than you could imagine. <laughs> right. And everybody was thinking about promotion. Right. Promotion. Wow. It wasn't until one cat just said, hey, man, you ever think about what's next? Like, I see you squandering your years. And, uh, you know, when you going to actually get in the game? Yo, and, and that was real for me because one, he ain't had to do none of that. See, you know, yo, and that's that was dope. you. That was a testament to saying that, uh, you know, that's just like a lot of folks, man. There's a lot of people out there who see more in you than you see in yourself, and, and that by far was the platform that took me to the next level, man. Love you it, know? love it, Herm. What you got, bro? So, chief question for you, because you talked about uh, lions feeding off each other, and then when you when you see somebody that you grew up with moving to the left and you're trying to bring them back in, I'm pretty sure in your career when you've done that, sometimes that person just wouldn't listen. 
and you care about that person, right? You don't want to just cut them off. So what do you talk? What do you say to that person? Like, do you keep on trying to uh, to bring them bring them full circle? You know, how do you approach that? Because I'm I'm always trying to keep Herm, bro. But for some reason, he keep wanting to go left. He just keep wanting to go. I'm like, come on. I made this question for you, man. I'm I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah, man. You got to put him back in the circus with the chair and the whip. (laughs) Yo, man. Great question, man. Because that's a lot. There's a lot of people. There's a huge percentage of people uh, who love to hear the game, but don't want to be part of it, man. And, and they'll and they'll tell you, they'll smile at you and they'll dance and they'll tell you, man, I'm down. Put me in, coach. Put me in. And, and you know, I got a great chief partner of mine, man, a, a mentor, really. He was one of the, probably the, one of the first chief first sergeants that I knew as a young first sergeant, uh, Tony Brinkley, Anthony Brinkley. And Brink once told me, man, uh, and he likes to say this a lot in his forums, but not everybody on your roster is on your team, Right. That means you don't surround yourself with a whole bunch of people just to have a bench. You got to find a team that's going to carry the team. That's right. You got to write people. So, so there's a lot of folks who don't take opportunity when you have their ear, right? And you got to know that. I mean, you got a lot of hard heads in the military. Sometimes they just they, you either talking and they just hearing their parents talk, or they think that you know, yeah, whatever. I heard this before. But if they really want to be invested, you'll know because they'll ask certain questions about life. They'll, they'll, you'll know their struggle, right? And I'm big. I tell people every, you know, as much as I can, bro, look, I mean, I'm just like you. Uh, you know, I had some opportunities, but I had a lot more adversity in my life, right? And that actually kept me, like, wanting to be more. Like, Same. I needed to to grasp what I want, what you want, because I'm hungry, too. Put, let Feed me. Or, or at least show me how to be fed. And, and you know what, though? You, you, know? you know, the crazy part is what helps an individual that want to help someone else that's not where they are, at least they see that they've tried. You yeah, dig? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. a lot of times individuals don't put in no damn sweat equity, but they no want you no to way. help them to get to where they... Motherfucker, you know, what have you that done? Happens, that happens, though, bro. You, Scoop, you know the deal. Look, there's cats out here who will only track people down when it's time for their ride. That's like, it. You feel me? It's, oh, my God, I got to get promoted this year. Can you look at my... <laughs> Ain't that a, hey, look, hey, you you were supposed to get promoted last year. You know what I'm saying? Then, then That's that last-minute hustler last right there. I, told you, I looked over your joint. Then I send you back, a, like, an accomplished little scene. What did you do with that? Oh, man, Chief. Remember, your EPRs were money. What happened? Wow, I just, man, I didn't take the time to test. You know, I didn't test well. I'm like, no problem. So, so they ain't get... I, I can't do that for you either. Bro. You know? hey, so they just wasted your time. And they're going to have uh, you review their stuff, so, but they ain't going to so, do their part. You feel me? So so there's a lot of cats like that, man. And, and, and I, you know, I put, like I said, man, I count time into everything, bro. That's something we don't get. None of that. None of it. Love so it. If, you, if you're willing to invest into somebody... And it's not a selfish act, right? Because time is is essential, but you got to make sure that you utilize it, and, and that you it, and the service piece, right? So I'm I'm a I'm a giver by trade, man. You know, I think a lot of folks in in, in a profession, especially the military, man, we just we we serve because we weren't served. You feel me? So we it's almost like a natural instinct to want to give to to because you know that man, I I just I never had that. So I, once you get a taste for it, and then it, then you get that first man. Thank you so much. You go, man, man, man. That's mm-hmm. real for me because ain't a lot of thank yous growing up in Detroit. No. Ain't a lot of thank yous growing up in the hard city. You know, there's right. a lot of takers, man, and, and people trying to survive. So the the first instinct that you get to hear somebody say thank you, man, that'll change your whole 
way and how you look at life, man. And it's a, it, you become gracious, right? You're, 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 you're opening an opportunity for some grace in your life. Yo, and that by far, man, is huge, man. Because I don't think, and even now, more so, more so now than ever, man, we are lacking that. You know, it almost it almost comes in in pandemic mode. You know, ain't that All a sudden, bitch? Everybody wanna yeah. be giving stuff away and shit. You know, uh, you know it, hold on, we go we go talk on that too. But you're hitting them. Hey, Camille, Camille got something for you. What you what you got, ma'am? Man, there were so many things that I had. You know, I came with some pre-written questions, and you was just hitting them, boom, 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 boom. But when we're talking about those people that um, really kind of, you know, you want to invest in, but you're not really sure. There's some people that kind of skirt the line sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, and you're like, man, I put all this stuff. You got to learn how to play the game until the game changes, you know. So my question is, um, we got to follow the rules. We have regulations. We have AFIs and all that kind of stuff. It's a two-part question. Mm -hmm. So was there a time when you went against the rules? <laughs> like a big impactful thing you know that you were the last man out i know we have some stories and everything like that but like something that was super serious and then the second question is you know we're telling people to follow these rules we know what we do as leaders and things like that sometimes we have to stand alone you know because it's the right thing to do but what are some of the rules that should be broken damn damn that was that's, a good that's, one that's good and Shit. i'll tell you why because those same rules that I was probably trying to break because I thought that they didn't make no sense or, you know, let's just talk real talk, right? Uh, I'll tell you one of the golden rules that we had established when we don't, when we ain't do this very well and we're still struggling is when people are hurting, man. You know, how many times did you know somebody that was going through some stuff and you knew that if you stepped in, it's going to be your line because your name is attached to some negative stuff, Right. I'll tell you, I watched that happen, and I'll never forget, as a young airman, I knew a cat who, who you know, wasn't running the same race, right? And, uh, and you know, he got caught out there doing some some really dirty stuff. And, and everybody was telling me, hey, man, stay away from that cat, man. He ain't doing nothing right. He's going down the wrong trail. You're better than this. So they was... In, in one way, they were looking out for me, but I just felt that, man, there was no loyalty anymore. Like, you know, I come from a, a, a you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from the streets, right? I, 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 I was raised with your word is your bond. You know, you, if you're saying it, you're going to do it. You got to see things through. So I came in with this mentality that loyalty is huge. You know, someone that earns it. Now, there's a lot of uh, loyalists individuals in the military because you think they're your friends or you think they, they got your back. And when the time hits the crunch, you ain't, you looking for them. Like, you know, you're trying to find those marshmallows and lucky charms. You know what I'm saying? It, it you, you, they just disappear when you need them. And, and I find myself in that, in that tug of war. Do I listen to these people who are trying to look out for me or, or should I really take care of this cat or at least be, be there for him? And, uh, and that's that individual, man, it was, this is a huge lesson and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to stay open and forgive me for if I get emotional. But that one young person that needed someone, I let him down because I listened to the folks on the side. And it was the first time ever that I felt that I, that I let somebody down on my watch because someone was trying to tell me not to. And that guy ended up taking his life. You feel me? So that changed my whole optic about, man, when your gut is right and your gut tells you, man, take care of this person regardless of what's going down, 
man, you got to be there. Even if, look, and I'm not putting this li- his life on my lap, right? I mean, there were some deeper stems going on in his world for him to go that route. And, and it was some real, like, heavy stuff he was in. But I was trying to be this street model, airman, you know, not forgetting where I came from. And I dug into, man, this is an opportunity just to figure, figure out what's going on in his life. And I, I didn't do that. And that that regret, I guess that's a small regret I have in my life where I, I don't know what I could have said, what I could have done. But if he maybe felt that somebody had his corner, it could have made a difference. And I and again, I can't live on that. But it re, I realized this is why I got to step up. This is why I got to speak up. And, and I you know when you talk about doing it for the right reasons, look, as you increase in rank, that gives you the opportunity to get your foot in the door. Your objective is to get at the table to make decisions that are going to better off your people. And what happens is sometimes we get to a point where, and I see this in a lot of young officers, right? The checklist of things that they have to accomplish in order to get to where they want to be, but they don't know nothing about nothing. They just trying to figure that checklist out. We got enlisted people the same way. They, they Their caring factor is so minimal that they forget that it matters. You got to know your people, man. And you got to know when they're having a dark time. So, so yeah, Camille, I'll give you a long story on that platform, but I'll tell you that, uh, that's one of the reasons that I changed why I do what I do now is that I, I'd rather invest into it and take a chance. And, and you know, we can, uh, we can get real deep on some stuff that I broke. I broke a lot of laws going up in the ranks. No, know? no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Look, look. But I look. am on terminal leave. It's okay. Yeah. So look, you're on terminal. You ain't done, done. Look, I ain't done you know what I'm talking about? Hey, they put that ass back. You know how they do. Shit. Hey, it might be somebody, you know, but hey, but look, hold on. Before we go into that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, give me a second, though, y'all. We got to give a shout out to our sponsors. All right. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know how we do. Those of you out there that's interested in getting a home in the San Antonio area. I know we talked about it here briefly, but if you are looking for a home, you got orders or you're trying to get rid of your crib, make sure you give Miss Monique Slater a call. She's a retired chief, too. Right. And mm-hmm. but hey, if you want to have a realtor that you can trust, give her a call, all right? And even if you're just looking for a home, her and her team has got it down to a science, ladies and gentlemen. They can help you get a home in six hours. Hopefully your credit, right? So if your credit ain't right, holla at Tracy, then holla at Monique, okay? Because they they can't make nothing out of nothing. Anyway, give her a call. The number is 210-237-7268. One more time for those that's blind. 210-237-7268. Six eight. All right. And then also, yo, Manny, when you come up this way, man, you have to come to check out Kevlar's Grill. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevlar's Grill has been rocking with us early, early in the game, almost a year one. Yeah, year one, day one. Okay. They're located outside the Air Force Base, Scott Air Force Base to be exact. And they do have Grubhub 25 mile radius. Okay. And they do cater. They do cater. So give them a call. 618-71. I'm sorry, 416-5700. One more time. 618-416-5700. And they have military discounts. So give them a call. Kevlar's Grill, all right, where you want to get that good food. And it is good. Trust me. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Lion's Den Podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support.
Now, back to the show. So I have a question. All right, Big Manny. Now, now we're getting real. We're about to get real. As a matter of fact, we always been real, and this is how I, I love the way we communicate, man. But so let's keep it 100, 100, and speak on what's going on today, okay? It's, it's sad that individuals act as though what's going on is not affecting our airmen, okay? To the point where you got individuals that's willing to just say, you know what, to hell with all this. You want me to focus on a war. You want me to focus on the enemy over there, but this is what we're dealing with over here. How can you piss on my leg and tell me it's raining and I see what's going on right now? I'm ready to just throw all this away because I didn't work my career up, 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 up to this point, and I just might be a senior NCO right now, and I'm seeing not just what's going on, but now I see how you respond to it as my leader. You dig? So now we got airmen, like our future, looking at us currently like, yo, they out of line. So how can I hold on to this enlistment, this commitment saying that we're going to protect the Constitution straight up, all right? Foreign and domestic. This is domestic, but we're not fighting that war. Speak on that, bro. Yeah, man. I I, I love it, man. I tell you, uh, that's a huge testament, man. You know what's crazy, man? You look back, and even in my 30-plus years, man, uh, this generation is probably the most vocal, the most generated. I mean, you're talking about the platforms have changed, right? Uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time when I came in that, you know, there was like one computer probably in the, in the, in one office. Right. And, uh, and it was just getting online with computers and such. But you think about the technology that are, that we have now, the social, uh, you know, participation that is out there now, it has generated a, a different type of airman. It has, it has instituted a different fabric of, of society. And, and it's it's changed. I, I know that if you would have asked, uh, you know, number four, right, Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, number four, uh, Chief Barnes, uh, in his day and age when he was trying to fight this racism and, and you know, you know, I, I don't know if y'all know the history, but that particular chief was placed into that precedence of time because there was so much racism going on. And you're talking about, like, eating in the dining hall. So they, they, he, you know, this is not to devalue his presence and why he was selected, but he was our first African-American for a reason. They needed to put somebody to say, hey, man, we better than this, right? Uh, and, and I don't want to call him out to be the token uh, situational guy at the moment, but we, we had to identify that, right? And so this is number four, bro. We, we had 19. Yeah. And we still dealing with some issues. Still, and I think we t- we touched on this uh, uh, when we had the forum with with, with Steve and, and Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, you know, remember when one of the questions was about uh, you know cyber and how do we move on? And I was like, man, we got too many problems right now. Right like, now, in our military. yeah. Internally, we still trying to figure ourselves out. And, and this generation is looking at leaders who have never been vocal who have been on that, you know, Camille touched on this, right? That sanity check of, man, you don't want to do this because you're going to get in trouble. And that was a, a, a really cool way of saying, man, I want, I want part of this because it's about me and my progression. 
and I and 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 now what we need to do is invoke an opportunity for these airmen to understand that look, man, I I know exactly what you're doing, and I know exactly why you're saying it, and I know exactly why you're acting on it because I could tell you when it happened to me, and there's a lot of folks now they they going through therapy because they figuring out yo, that's why that cat never promoted. See or or you feel me? Or man, I can't believe I didn't get that job. And now it makes sense. And and back then, you know, they would tell you the white line of, nah, man, it just wasn't your time. It just wasn't your time. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you know, there was somebody better. You know, there, there, there's a lot of excuses, bro. And we gotta stop it, man. We gotta stop these excuses, man. We 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 gotta own what's going on. This moment right now is real. I mean, we they killing people. Bro, look at this cat just happened, Duh, man. I don't want to do nah, bro. You know, and they'll go walk me? down the street. Bro, with his kids in the back seat. So you talking some, there's an opportunity now where if we ain't being visual about this. Now, and I want y'all to understand, look, my first assignment, I mentioned this in the in the early stages of uh, when, we, when we was just chatting away. Altus, Oklahoma. I remember going down to Altus. This is 1988. And I went down to one of the local kind of, you know, flea market slash Saturday venue that they had in a small town. This town was called Blair. Now, I don't know nothing about nothing. I'm coming from the city, my first assignment, small Oklahoma town, small base, right? 50 miles from everywhere. So you really in your own domain. And I remember walking walking through. I was with my this cat, man, Ron Rambo, man. And by the way, Ron, I, Ron and I are still tight, man. And this cat is going to be in my retirement, so I'm blessed to have him there, too. But Ron and I were walking. And Ron was a collector of old records. So this brother, you know, he's from Virginia. He 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 was always on the hunt wherever, however, he could find a 12-inch. So we found this little spot that my man was selling all these old records. Bro, right next to the records, you're talking about they were selling flyers that they had for some hanging that they was like from back in the days, it was like, come, you know, like they're selling these flyers that, that said hanging on Saturday, come out. You know, I was like, what? Bro, countless of stories, man. And they, they everywhere, bro. You're talking about small communities who've never been diverse or understood what diversity really is. And all they knew was what they knew. And that's why we still where we at, bro. You know, and our Air Force, sometimes we don't even think about this, man. But as much as I love this institution, we we are based in areas of the world yep. where, bro, you ain't got a fighting chance if you, if, you know, where you got some tone on your on your skin. You walking in already behind the wire and you trying to think, man, this is different. Oh, yeah. You better prepare yourself for different because you different. You different in their environment. And, and, and that's. I got to, you know, in this position, I saw so much more of the Air Force, right? Bases that I heard of, I got to go to. Uh, and you see, oh, my God, man. And they made for conversation to take back to our, our level and say, yo, we got we got to change this. We got, there's some, there's some, there's a lot of no inclusion in certain bases. That yeah. Ugh, man, you know, I mean? you know what? And, you, you, you're hitting it, brother. You're hitting and, it. And, 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 it's, so we... Don, bro, I'm, and, and you know, and you touched on something, man, that's important, man, because, you know, as we climb this ladder, you know, uh, uh, for whatever position you're in, if you don't have an opportunity to speak on the things that are going down, uh, you know, because back in the days, even for me as a young airman, young NCO, we had folks who identify with that. 
and they would tell you things like, hey, man, look, on a sidebar, I'm just going to let you know, man, uh, you got to be careful. And they won't tell you why. They're just trying to, they're just trying to invoke because they didn't want to be that person, right? Because, you know, as a young airman, they're scared you're going to go tell somebody, yo, this cat told me. And then next thing you know, they in some mix. Right. So there's a trust factor that came with that type of conversation. And a lot of people out there didn't want to have that conversation. You know what? It's funny you said that, man. Look, my first base was at Whiteman Air Force Base, okay? And then, um, it, which, coming from Detroit, all right, you know what it is coming from New York to, uh, hey, yeah. so, hey, yeah. but this is the deal. Someone put me over to the side and say, hey, if you can, avoid a town called Concordia, okay? Concordia. Now, at this time, I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, why? You, they said, look, just make sure you got enough gas and your car is good to go. They had a so, comedy club there, bruh, called the Concordia Comedy Club, spelled with all Ks, for a reason. We're going to leave that like that. Big Will, what you got, man? Tell you, man. Hey, Chief. Coming out of New York, I'm, I'm out of St. Louis, and we can speak to how we were before we came in to where we are now. Oh, yeah. And I want you to kind of speak to the importance. This is more so dedicated to leaders that don't understand where you're coming from. You may be a hell of a worker, but you have a little discipline issue. You come up with a lot of anger because they don't even try to understand your lifestyle, what you've been through. And before they try to help you, they try to demonize you. And as I've been told, get you out my Air Force. Yeah. To me, it's a very fucked up statement to make because it shows your yeah. intent because you got people on the other side that watch other people don't have to go through that. But unfortunately, those individuals don't look like us. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah, they, they yeah. get that pass. But <laughs> you're wrong if you identify that. Yeah, so I want you to speak to the importance of them understanding when you get people that come from other walks of life that you have to look at them and try to get to know who they are. Yeah, man. The value in that. Yo, you know, and, and I'll tell you, Will, that's something that's still going down right now, bro. You know, half of the battlefront is opening that door to understanding folks, man. You know, and I'm talking about, like, I'm not even talking about environment. I'm talking about, like, all the things around them. You know, single parents, mom crackhead, father left them. You feel me? We got folks who, this is the, this is their saving grace, man. And then it, they get in here, and then the next thing you know, they got some senior leader who sees them going down the wrong path. And rather than to try to figure them out and help them, right, they ready to take them out. They ready to say, yo, man, this ain't for you. Look, man, I'm going to give you a real story that happened at Altus. And you touched on something that just, man, y'all you, you, put me through some therapy right now. Uh, my first uh, my first supervisor, uh, staff sergeant, Johnny Blanton, this cat was his brother from, uh, I think he was from, like, some backwoods, Georgia, kind of, you know, really, really under-the-ground country. He was just a straight-up country brother. And and I say that because even talking to me, he was trying to find that relevance. Like, you know, I know you're from the city, and, and you know, look, he was Nelly before country grandma became popular. You feel me? That cat, I couldn't hardly understand him at times, but I knew where his heart was at, right? <laughs> And, and I, I'm putting it out there, bro. I'm just putting it out there. So he he saw me in a situation where I was still the, the kid from the city. And I was angry at it, something, man. There was a cat that lied on me, and he, he tried to put me in a spot and said that I did something that I didn't do. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. So I had all this 
this tension because one person was lying on me and now I was going to take some, some, some steam for it. And I saw the cat and I straight up had like a, you know, Chinese connection, like theory in my brain. I wanted to take this cat out. So I rolled up. I was ready to like straight up just throw a jump in the air. Already. Right? <laughs> I was already to clock him and he grabbed me and he told me, Hey man, I could let you go and you can, well, I would say the way he said it, but because it took me a minute to understand him, but he was letting me know that I could let you go and you can beat him down and you may feel good. But by the way, he's a, he's an enlisted, he's a, uh, he an officer. A, nah, nah, he was a, a buck sergeant. Okay. So he, so he was telling me that he was uh NCO and that's assault. He gave me the article. And I'm he holding me, bro. I'm crying. Like, let my ass go. Let me. I was so hot because I wanted to take this cat down. And he said, Oh, I could let you go. And guess where you're going back to? Yep. Your whole career going with you. Yo, that sounds like her. Split like <laughs> decision. Oh, wow. You know, real talk, man. And 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 as I, I was so emotional. And then then after all that calmness, he came back and he talked me through the why. He said, and, and, and it was real talk, man. Like, don't you ever let anyone change you, like your game. Like, don't let no one ever bring their, their world into your life because it won't matter. Not in this game. This, this thing is right here. You make a mistake, and, and that happened. Well, and when that happened, it became a course and a line for history, man, because, you know, then we, we eventually came into that one mistake Air Force, right? Don't do nothing. Keep yourself clean. Don't fight no wrong fights. You know, we had, bro, on one side of the corner, we had, you know, P. Diddy and the, and the gloss. And on the other side of life, or sometimes even locked in your dorm room, you was playing public enemy, bro, because you was just angry at the world. So you you live in this contentious, you know, tug of war with yourself. And I and, and he told me that, man, you're going to find yourself in worse positions in the future. Damn, Manny, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Just stop. Hold on for a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, um, if y'all just tuning in, we got Diamond One in the building and the Lions Den, right? He's dropping all these jewels. Hopefully you can pick them up. You feel me? Because um, it, it's so much, so much in this, so much in this. And hopefully you can take the value and learn, grow, and also teach. Because this isn't just a, a show just to talk shit. You get what I'm saying? This isn't just a show to, hey, look who, who on the show type of thing. If you can get something out of this, and if you have, put hashtag I am, okay? I am, because you are a part of the change. Big Herm, what you got, bro? Hey, Chief, I want to go back to what, what Seth was talking about, right? Um, one, one of the most disheartening and I'm, I'm downright hurtful things about serving right now is, you know, the country's at a divide and also the force. When things are happening on the news, you know what I'm saying? You have a lot of people on the other side. I'm going to just call it the other side. They tell you, well, I mean, comply, don't die. Well, he shouldn't have did this. Well, look at his record. You know what I'm saying? It's like they find a way to come up for a reason why this person was gunned down, right? And they throw it right in your face. It's like, bro, I'm serving right next to you. Like, what What if it was me that got shot? Yeah, what would you say? Well, well, Herm really did walk through my yard that one day. I could see yeah, how man. that happened to him. You know what I'm saying? So now, now, 
how we are serving. You know what I mean? We serving side by side and expecting to trust each other. But I know your mindset. You know what I'm saying? You believe when we say Black Lives Matter is a bunch of BS. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm wondering, I mean, coming from where, you're, where, where you were sitting, if, if if higher up, they know what's going on in the force. And I, I know we're having these, hey, let's sit down and talk. And these mediations, that stuff is not working. Yeah, man. What is the way forward? So, you, man, Herm, I'll tell you, man, you touched on so many things, bro. Uh, you know, diversity, inclusion, right? We, we, that was just a call sign, man. I truly believe that we, we use that like uh, the platform when we brought in this uh, green dot joint, you know? It was something to to hold the masses. It was just something to fix. It was a damn box is what it was. All we did is really populate opportunities for other jobs, right? Oh, what? They need a chief for that? Go. Uh, and, and, and people started, you know, raising a flag. Now, I got it that the whole green dot thing came out of something that we needed to tackle, right? Uh, assaults and, you know, we really started the idea. But that was a self, that was almost like opportunity for us to really lay down uh, some groundwork and keep our folks accountable. Uh, what we didn't do was we gave it another program, and I and that and that actually we were scared even with this 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 I don't want to say uproar because every time somebody says that there's something going down, it's we use we use tones that that take us out of the the way we're supposed to tackle this. Right? I mean, you know, as a young as a young uh, man of color, I will tell you that how many times and maybe it happened to y'all. How many times did y'all get emotional and all of a sudden, oh, he lost control. Oh, every, everything became so much of a negative tone, right? And it couldn't be because the next cat next to me who wasn't the same, probably the same skin tone. They say he's passionate. Same reaction and he was passionate. Passionate. And ain't that a bit, bro? Actually, I learned, I learned a lot of how to, I learned a lot of synonyms, how to write EPR. Right. <laughs> Because cats was just being real, man. They, their authenticism was not on the ground. And I, in, our, in our military, we do that a lot, man. It's sad. Even going through the ranks, uh, you'll come across folks who, who aren't as authentic as they claim to be. And, and as a military, you know, we, we follow orders, right? That's a whole, that's what we do. So we're told, nah, that ain't the way it is, man. We end up drinking that juice, right? We find ourselves in Guyana too, right? And, and the reality is, is that a lot of what goes down is not investigated or or even just looked into. We just assume that it happened because you happen to be, you know, that, that particular color. You know, we went through a phase. I'll tell you one of the things that the chief, uh, that, you know, Chief Wright, number 18, worked on was looking at all these cases of young black men, uh, young black ladies, who will get in, uh, you know, Article 15s, getting dismissed from the Air Force, because we started seeing a trend that, you know, these were great airmen with great records who just got caught up in something and no one wanted to investigate it. They just assumed, all right, it's just another one, you know? And and, it, and it, sad as it is, we started looking at things a little deeper. And, and it, you know, no one probably would have had COVID on a release, right? This wasn't a planned agenda. 2020 did not see this coming. But what it did was invoke an opportunity for folks to understand, man, this is real, real talk, like real world stuff. And then you add on all this stuff, the George Floyds, you add on, man, you look, let me tell you something. If it wasn't for this right here, look, and they'd be still killing cats out here. We wouldn't know nothing about it. Right. You, man, you ain't never lying because this is not nothing new. It's nothing right. new, this bro. Is, it's, it's just in your face now. It, it, yeah, it's, it's just in, in, in damn 4K. 
You know what I'm talking about? We could do we talk we we could talk, man. And I'll tell you that uh this this doesn't change, man. I mean I I, I remember an incident before I joined the military that happened. I, my cousin, so I got a cousin, and the, the, the ironic part about this story is that uh so we two young teenagers, my cousin has a car, right? Probably shouldn't have had a car, but he got a car, the 77 Caprice Classic. And uh he's changing the oil right right in the Bronx, like right in the street, like straight up. This is how we do. And this cop car. Shit, that's how we still do it. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nobody going to Valvoline. You ain't got that Valvoline money. You know what I'm talking about? Police car (laughs) rolled by and uh, he said, what are you guys doing? And my cousin straight up was like, you know, we ain't doing nothing. And I'm now, you know, I'm already sourced out, right? Like I'm a, I was an angry person in my own right. And I started flaring up. Like, we ain't doing shit out here. Why the fuck? You know, and I'm I'm banging up. And my cousin is like, yo, chill out, bro. You know, he's he's trying to talk me off the ledge. And I'm trying to, like, this is bullshit. We ain't doing nothing out here. Oh, yeah, we changing the oil in a car that should be probably being changed somewhere else. So there was some wrong going on. But my, uh, my I don't want to say aggressive behavior, you know, my passionate behavior <laughs> was that these cats ain't had nothing to do but come at some young, you know, young men in the street and, and had, they just wanted to employ it. And these are two, you know, white police officers, right? Um, so after all that was going down, the, the policeman looks at my, my cousin and says, you better talk to that nigga. I'm straight up. Yeah. Calm his ass down before we do something that you ain't going to like. And my cousin was like putting his hand over my mouth and I'm like, this is bullshit. We ain't doing that. And he says, bro, chill out. You know what? So, <laughs> man, look, I, say, I, I go ahead. To say that, you know, you, you trap that, man. You trap that. Look, when the chief master sergeant of the Air Force and I are traveling, there are many a nights that we like to go and just break away from the noise and find a cigar spot and just kind of cover the day and the next day and just talk about life. And then we... We doing our own iron sharpening iron, right? Right. Do you know that one of the things that keeps us in tune to where we're at, wherever we're at, is how we getting back? Because the sirens on a car, the car behind the car, bro, to this day, nobody understands that unless they've ever had that happen to them. See? Where, where you are now on the edge, Right. Yo, bro, there'd be a car behind my back, and I ain't done nothing. And, and you, are, and you, yeah. Flying, and I'm like, I'm checking everything, bro. Fight you and know? flight, like, <laughs> look at that ten and two. You on your ten and two? Hey, check us out. And you an accomplished man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just not Joe Blow off the street. And look how you have to respond, you, man. That mentality is that's a tattoo, man, that we come in with. And so to touch on your 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 question, Herm. This is the part that we don't invest in when we talk to our people, man, because you don't know their story, you know? And I tell folks, unless you own a DSW, you ain't ever walking in nobody's shoes. You feel me? They, they ain't no way that you're going to know what somebody been through. You don't know what they had to get through to get to where they at. And even this military thing is only halfway there. Only I mean, halfway? This shit ain't reality. This isn't it. This is this a is, job. This is, bro, you, if you make it to this part, like you talking basic training if you in that basic training environment bro that's that's like slip or miss right that's a that's a you you a day away from a washback you know <laughs> so you on the edge just trying to get through that and then they go okay man 
you made it. Oh, now you got to go to tech school. And then you go, oh, my God, I got to do this again. Cats don't understand that there's more pressure on some of these folks who don't ever want to go back to that environment. But yet, we'll find some cat who who will say, hey, man, maybe this ain't for you. Maybe they, Like you said, this this is our Air Force. This ain't for you, you know? And, and that that title has a lot of weight, man. You know, yo, y'all want to hear something crazy, man? What up? I'm going through, re- I'm going through my binders and going through some old paperwork because, you know, after this is done, ain't no... I ain't, ain't filing no congressionals on me. So yeah. Me shit, right? I found a letter. I had a, 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 a LOC that was written, written on me at the first sergeant academy. I failed the test. Now we used to test back in the days, right? And I and I put I'm putting this out there. Y'all y'all got like straight up, you know, all discrepancies out the box. We just throwing stuff out. So here you go, diamond one. You feel me? At the first sergeant academy, I failed a crucial test, and and the, my 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 instructor, right, chief retired uh, Al McGowan, never forget that cat, brought me in. Now he gave me this big straight up lecture about, man, this I don't know what we're gonna do. Um, there's a retake, but I'm gonna tell you this ain't gonna look good. But I gotta tell you, man, Manny, I see so much in you. Like you're the reason that. That you you need to be a first sergeant. Like he, this cat did not have to do that, right? I got easily could have been like, damn, I lost an opportunity, right? But he took time and invested in me, bro. This ain't no pat on my back, but I put more work and I did more things to get myself back at the level that I needed to be at. I walked away, and this ain't again. This ain't about the accolade. I'm trying to inspire some hope in yourself, right? And the, the people out there who think failure is a, is an option. Failure, failure is adversity, man. And we got life. Life is adversity every day. So I'm trying to tell you that I ended up walking away from the first song academy as a commandant award winner. And now I, I look through my life, and I think, how the hell did I get here? With all the stuff that I had going on in my life, I should have never, man. But people took the time, man. People took time with me to make me better at my craft. And those learned lessons are things that I'm trying to continue to give back, man. That's why when we talk, man, Seth, when we talk about all the things that we got going on in the gate, right? We got leadership development, ALS, some bases at NCO Academy. We got top three. We got we got more opportunities to invest in ourselves on a base. Yeah. And I'm asking people in my peer group and lesser. What are you doing for the folks outside the base? That's what matters. Outside the gate. Because that's your future. If we too busy trying to pump up cats already in the game, what are we doing for the folks who are trying to get out? Damn, man. Right hold on. Hold on. Shit. That's it. Yo. That's real, though, man. We put a lot of energy into some frivolous shit. Not saying it's not good. Please don't yeah, yeah. get it misconstrued, Lions. Then, if y'all just watching this, if y'all just tuned in, we got Chief Diamond One on here, right? Getting it in, but we just we spoke on something very, very keen. All right, I want you to think about why you do the things that you do. All right, why are you wearing this uniform? If you're saying you're wearing this uniform or whatever you're doing, okay, let's let's take it out the gate as well. If you are in a position to serve, even serve and protect, are you? And mm. if you are, what is your intentions? Keep that in mind. All right. Hey, Camille, what you got, Camille? I love it. 
I tell you, Manny, you keep hitting up on all of my good stuff. And, you know, I know. We, we got to change up questions. And I literally got pages of questions, okay? And I still got to write look, You know, look, if y'all don't get around to them, send them joints. No, I'll we got them. you. Hey, we might have to do one of them, them, them part twos, baby. You know how we do. <laughs> but go ahead, Camille. So um, I was going to ask something else, but, you know, you were touching on that kind of, you know, talking about people. What are you doing outside the gate? So I'm a maintainer, all right? Mm-hmm. So you already know the issues I, I have. bless you, girl. Right? 25 years in the same career field. Uh. And thank God, you know, I made it this far. Uh. Um, but a lot of times, you know, I, I was very good at my job. You know, I'm not in the working, you know, in my craft anymore or whatever, doing flight chief duties or whatever. But so many times people would discourage me mm-hmm. from seeking to do anything outside. Oh, this isn't a volunteer um, even as a, a, a senior NCO, I would volunteer on my off-duty time. I would take classes on my off-duty time. On weekends, I would do this. Mm-hmm. And I had a supervisor who, um, for some reason, um, decided that um, I shouldn't be doing that. And it was like, well, why are you doing all of this stuff? You know. And he had a problem with that, which reflected on my EPR, which as a senior NCO, because I was doing that wing awards, group awards, doing stuff for, you know, leading all kinds of programs. And this is all outside of my duty hours, That's outside crazy. of my duty. Girl, you won't get me juiced out, man. And so, yes. And so, you know, it was, it's frowned upon, especially in the maintenance um, career oh, yeah. field. Oh, yeah. And a lot of good people are left behind. Um, what I'm saying, asking you is, what would you tell those people? I know for me, you know, I had a great mother who was my mentor. I didn't have a lot of mentors in the in the military. Mm-hmm. But my mom would always be like, you don't let them win. You know, reminded me that there's a life outside of the military and that there's an expiration on this. And okay. that I had to do things to develop myself and to prepare for the outside. Know, um, but a lot of people take that advice. What advice would you give them? Especially when we went to this, you know, it's a um, a uh, primary duty focused EPR. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the delineator is you didn't do any off-duty Mm -hmm. Uh, volunteering when it comes down to it what advice would you give those airmen those young folks coming up when they get that kind of advice when their passion is to do something you know they want to do all of these things but someone else is putting a lid on that who is stopping them and who is in in a sense not directly but threatening their career no so so i'll tell you this is this has been a problem for our military for a long time, right? Because we got a lot of AFSCs out there who predominantly don't want you to be that person, right? And and a lot of their mentors were those people that you just shared about, right? The guy that said, "Hey, man, you know why are you doing all this? Do you learn your job, learn your craft, and you and you're good at your craft? Like, yo, man, I'm CNCO. I've been doing this for 25 years. I'm good." But they're thinking, well, wait a minute. Nah, man, you ain't supposed to. Do you want to hear something crazy? So I'm fortunate, right? I sit, uh, I'm part of the, the, the 1208-wide panel, right, the board. Uh, we get uh, MATCHCOM representatives, and the chief master on the Air Force chairs that board. I, I'm in the room because we do the first sergeant in the year as well. But do you realize that for consistent years, there was never a maintainer? And I'll use your career field as a, as a are you, what, what are you, two what? I'm a 287. Okay, so so you're talking about a stream of of a pattern that no maintainer had ever been put in for a 1208Y. That's actually frowned upon within your community. 
if you ain't getting the, you know, the, um, uh, what's your, your, your joint? The main professional of the year. Oh, yeah, main professional or your, um, what's the other joint? Not the maintenance. Uh, the, there's a cat's name over it. Damn, I can't think of it. Oh, now. like the, um, the, uh, general, um, Barnes, there's the Barnes Award for the teams. There's the, um, Tuskegee Airmen, there's the, uh. Um, well, you get, you get the, the, you get some of those, but there's, a Like the, the Tanker one, Award. What was it? What mm-hmm. is it? The tanker? Y'all ain't do the tanker awards? No, no. This is the damn man. I can't think of the one award. We man. have like maintenance specific. Maintenance award. specific. Yeah. And 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 if y'all Leo ain't Marquez, the Leo Marquez, thank you. Yes. There you go. Thank you. So Leo Marquez winners. Those cats are the ones that those are primary awards <laughs> that you're trying to to own right on paper, so that folks can say, "Yo, man, this person was a sharpie," right? And all those other things that you learned, right? Because most of the mentors that I had were outside of my career field, right? I was fortunate that they had some in in that invested, but then there was some chiefs that I just saw that were doing things in other worlds that I said, yo, I need to reach out to them cats. And they, they took the time to reinvest. The problem is that within the maintenance community, and I love my maintainers, you know, I actually learned, I got my, my first sergeant grit. Uh, out at the, at the 18th AMXS, uh, you know, two AMUs. I learned how to be a first sergeant with MCATs. They they done tested me, but the 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 drill was that they weren't seen as being out in vocal top threes. All those things that were outside of their frame was something that wasn't really looked at. And so you got to think about this now. We going generational back, right? So let's just say I'm that NCO that's trying to do all these extracurriculars. My my master sergeant, senior master sergeant or chief is coming from the world that I just spoke about, where it was a no, right? We have to change that dialect so that cats understand this is actually a good thing. Like this, these awards matter because uh, you may have done the work internally, but man, the scope of service, especially, oh girl, you know, the maintenance world is drastically hard because... They want you to learn everything you can in that world, right? And I, and I keep using your term for the maintenance side. But the problem is, is that there's never an invoke for more. They, if you ain't doing what you need to do within this pocket to gain what you need here for us, uh, regardless of what you're doing in the world, there's no extra. Like, they don't want you to have extra. Yo, yo that, that's like a maintainer's type of thing. Because same thing with CE. Shout out to those yeah, out yeah. there that's maintainers, CE out there that's getting Uh-oh. it in. Yo, we see you out there, the engineers. But it's like that, right? They want you to be uh-huh. stovepipe because as soon as you deviate, then they deviate, deviate from you. You uh-huh. see? So it's like they, when you start they, to, you, it's like when you start to invest in you a little bit, right? Because now you're growing. You yeah. And, and now they're like, oh, okay, so he wants yeah. something else so we're going to focus on somebody else that's hey man, that, that's more in line tell me camille have you ever met someone uh and you were probably one of these individuals that's why <laughs> they try to bang you up but someone who won an award outside of the frame right or got accolades right got coined by chief so-and-so outside of your world and they go who do you think you are or they look at you in a totally different way because they assume you're trying to step out of our this is bread and butter for us you know, and I got it. I got the whole spirit of core hua hua hua. But at the end of the day, <laughs> wait, what you say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Out of my life, that is the story of my life. Girl, I know, but look, it, it, it's, it's just so disheartening. What they don't understand is that you bring those experiences, those tools, that knowledge, that connection. 
yeah. back to your organization. Yes. To help you grow and to spotlight your organization. And it's such a selfish mentality in the maintenance yeah. career field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That so they look, just I, can't. I'll tell you, I know, I know the maintenance world. I, I, I'm fortunate yeah. for where I sat in the position as a, as a, you know, special duty manager, I deal with every CFM in the Air Force, right? Because of the first sergeant role. But as great as they are, they only know what they know. And on, there's only a few of them that actually had had an opportunity to step out and see it from a different level. I'll tell you one of the things that uh, Chief did, that 18 did, we started bringing CFMs, especially the maintainer world, into our conversations about enlisted development. That was never done in the past. Them cats ran, they, look, man, we got every CFM in the Air Force, at the Pentagon, them cats ran their own show. Like, you ain't know what they was doing, who was talking to them. And as soon as the office got invested into them, now it starts to make a difference, right? And y'all had a great uh, function up there in uh, DK, Chief Don King. DK ain't no joke. That cat is money. And it's because he knows the value of a maintainer who has an opportunity. You feel me? That, that was a huge diversion from what it used to be. And, and even now, I think you got a young cat up there, man. Sam Avarchian is now your CFM up there. I worked with him. He was a supervisor of mine. Yeah. Did you know him? How, what do you think about him? He's he's, he's a go getter. He's okay. A, he's a. You want you want to hear something crazy? I date myself. I know that cat since he was A one C. God damn. I knew Bruh. Sam because I was eighteen. We must have been at Kadena at the same time. Yeah. Because I was there with Sam, and then oh yeah, up in England. Yeah, man. Was, so yeah. See what I'm saying? So small world, but I'll tell you. Good, good person, good heart, but understands the value of development. And that's what you need, especially in a world where they ain't seen that forever. So I think our military culture is starting to change, right? We're, trying, we're starting to see a little bit more growth and opportunities because we have different focuses on people climbing the ladder a different way. What was keeping us stovepipe forever was that if it ain't the way I learned it, it ain't the way it's supposed to be. You know, and, and that became the routine. That became the norm. We are now in a different pulse, and, and I'm hoping the generational tagline is going to change a lot. That's because right. Because people, people need to understand that. Man, change is evident. That, I mean, that's it's going to happen. Either you're going to be part of it or you're going to get run over. By Yo, it. or get crushed by it, like you yeah. said. Hey, yeah. listen, hey, and before we go any deeper, though, I do want to make sure the den is tracking what we're on. Right now, we got the Diamond One in the building, ladies and gentlemen, and he just spoke on something very powerful, right? Value of airmen. Know the value. And you know what? Sometimes we have to humble ourselves and know what we don't know. You get me? Just because somebody don't do the things that you do does not mean that they're not valuable. All right, keep that in mind. But before we go in any further, I want to give our last sponsor a shout out. Ladies and gentlemen, the medical coding and billing. If you are interested in getting a career in this field, okay, the medical field, make sure you give them a call, right? They have virtual training virtual training so no matter where you are if you can hear my voice right now you can partake in this virtual training all right the number is 618-825-8173 their next class starts 1 september okay and then if there's some financial issues make sure you give them a call because they can help you out what you will learn is key skills that you can apply in different hospitals or even just uh 
convalescent homes or any type of medical facilities, you will learn HIPAA compliance, um, coding, billing, patient statements, etc. So give them a call. One more time, the number is 618-825-8173. Tell them the Lions Den sent you. Right on, right on, because it's about that growth and development and getting your finances together, right? Keep in mind, once you learn what they have to teach you, you own Oh, zero debt, ladies and gentlemen. Zero debt. All right. Keep that in mind. Now, <clears throat> Chief, whew, brother. Now, listen, just keeping it real, we've been going on hard for like an hour and 15 minutes, but we also hey, got. That's it, man. Hey, hey, that's it. But guess what? We got, <laughs> hey, hey, but look, we got, a, we got 115 people listening right now. You dig it? So, that's which is good. good. So, but this is what I want to talk to you about real quick. And then I, I want, um, I want uh, Will to get it in, but um, what do you say about those individuals that are stuck? What I mean by that is they look at their career, okay, and they don't feel like they are doing what, well, they feel like they're doing everything that they can, but they're not getting what they think that they should, right? So what do you say about those individuals that are, if you will, stuck in a circumstance, yeah, man. You, you get what I, I'm saying? I, I call it I call it warm mud, man. You know, warm you know, mud. Okay. Yeah, because cats love the feeling, right? You know, some ladies love the warm, warm soaks, them baths, kind of make up their world, right? But the thing about warm mud is it starts feeling real good after a while. And you don't want to get out because you think it's gonna do some magic to your body. What I tell folks is... I like that. I like that. And you know what? Hold on, look. At first, I thought that was some nasty shit, right? Like, what is about some warm mud? Why are you about to get freaky? Look at the chief getting freaky. But I I like it. But it was really some doo-doo or something. That's what, right. It was really some shit on your face. You see? warm mud. And that's another analogy, right, man? Warm mud can be mistaken for some shit. That's right. So so what we try to do is we try to find people, man, that walk around with a fire hose and wash that shit off. Uh, and we got a lot of folks out here who are trying to, they, they, you know, they're climbing the wrong trees, right? Uh, you know, I tell folks, this is something I use at the First Art Academy when I speak with them is, if I was climbing a tree and Scoob was in front of me and Will was in front of him and Herm was in front of uh, Will and Camille, at the tippy, tippy top, when I look up, guess what I see? A whole lot of ass. <laughs> What I'm looking for is a hand to help me up the damn tree. Yo, hold on. Bro, hold on. Listen, no, wait, 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 wait. Hell no. Look, you ain't just going to glaze over that. You ain't glazing over that, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, that is an analogy I'm going to use in the future because it makes so much sense, though. Well, that's, but that's a, a good percentage of our military, man. You know, how many folks have been climbing this damn tree to get to where they need to go? or at least where they want to see a better view of everything that's happening. And now they're so far up, they think, man, if I got to go back down there to help somebody, that's a long way down. And all you want is more people at the top. But we got a lot of folks, man, that just don't understand that. So I'm about, when you talk about folks, young airmen who, who feel stuck, man, it's time to find another tree. You feel me? Like, you got to find another route. Don't let that cycle stop you because it ain't going nowhere. And even internally, right? Self-motivation, right? I keep telling folks all the time, man, use that to motivate others. Like, find another circle. I had a conversation yesterday with a young lady, y'all, and I'm going to put her out there, man, uh, Nick Snowden. 
money, money female. Seen the mass sergeant. She is she is by far the eve of the Rough Riders, right? She's always a part of our crew. And and she was telling me, man, Chief, I'm gonna miss this so much. I'm gonna miss being surrounded by by all of y'all, right? I learned so much. I don't know because I don't know where that circle is gonna be. And you know what I told her? Start the circle. Like go out there and find your team and do what you see is being done. Cause we all gravitate. Look, my peer group gravitated to each other because we was all under the same umbrella of making ourselves better, but using our talents to make each other that much better as well. And and sometimes people are waiting for that. They just sitting at home, you know, waiting like the postman and shit. You know, like they waiting for somebody to knock on the door and say, "Yo, man." You won't yeah. be somebody. Yo, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, yo, yo, we've been waiting for you. No, you know, you know what? Hey, you, man, yeah, you yo. understand. We trying to get things done, and you the one. You, you know? the one. But, but we don't realize that sometimes the people that we surround ourselves with ain't doing nothing for you. Bro. You know? Yo. They, they just there, bro. They Look, I love a good time. And if that's all you want to do, then you may be my have a good time cat. Compartmentalize that fool. You see? Yeah. So if I'm trying to progress and I'm trying to do something and, and I'm trying to shape, you know, myself so that I could be able to shape someone else, you know, we all, look, man, at the end of the day, we all bricks, bro. We just trying to build off each other, right? We trying to get to a place. And I'm I'm skyscraper, man. Like, if you ain't feeding me, bro, I got to let you go. If you bring in, you know, sand and rock to my cement party, we 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 got talk, man. Yo, you know, I, I, I got I got to I got to try to keep this going because I'm trying to I'm trying to get to my game now. Even though I have my own ambition, and I found my purpose, right? Nobody ever sets the goal to be in the position that I'm that I you know was serving, right? That is an anomaly, man. No different than the chief master on the air force. You know that's a that, you you at the Bellagio rolling dice. Like you really don't know if it's ever going to happen. You just taking a chance, and if it happens, yo, what you gonna do with it? You feel me? Like yo, you be, ready. Of, be ready. Be ready. Somebody either was watching you. You don't even know it. You know, I'm a fan, bro. Look, I truly believe in character leadership. Like that's that's something that's real for me, right? Like, and, and in character leadership, man, you gotta be invested, man. You gotta be thinking mind. You gotta be thinking. You like open mind, right? Open heart. How do I generate this enthusiasm for my people, at least the folks around me, to understand other people and where they're coming from? So, Herm, this goes back to what we was talking about earlier, man. Getting to know the folks around you, man. Getting to know where they're from. If you can understand an open heart, then you're gonna be a compassionate person, man. And that's gonna take you to a different pulse. You know what's crazy? I, and I share this openly with all of y'all. People tell me all the time, man, Chief, you just, man, I love talking to you because you just listen. What the hell? I'm, you talking to me. What you going to want me to do, talk over you? Like, I'm listening because it's important that you got to tell me whatever it is you got to tell me. I, you know, you ain't paying me by the hour. If it's important to you, it should be important to me. You feel me? What, what made me good at my craft, and I say that openly, is because I took time to listen to a lot of people. And then I realized, damn, this shit is wrong. We could fix this. This cat is good, but let's see how we can make him better. And, and half of the things that that I was fortunate to be part of with Team 18 and, and, and Chief Master Air Force was that in our travels, all we did was take what we heard from the airmen. And we go, damn, I never thought about that. And then we went back to the Pentagon, and we knew who to talk to, 
to change those things, man. So, you know, people were like, oh, my God, y'all did this, y'all did Man, half of all the stuff that we did came from the people. If yeah, we people don't even realize that. That's what oh, we're, we're so appreciative of this, of this team. is like y'all really listen to the words that people were saying. Bro, that, you know that, was, that was the pulse, man. You know, half of the problems that we had, and I say problems in a, in a, in a closed environment, is because we weren't communicating no more, man. We shut that down. We the, the, the crosstalk was done, right? If you ain't a chief, why I'm talking to you, right? Or if I'm a top three member and you ain't, man, I ain't got nothing for you. Ain't that you know, horrible? <laughs> Damn it. it! It's it's just ridiculous, man. So we reestablished the the communication with the airmen, the the pulse, because they're the future, man. You know what I'm saying? And even uh, you know, some of these young NCOs and and senior NCOs who probably were. You know, and I like I like to say it out there, man, but it's almost like to Camille's theory about the AFSC piece. They brainwash, man. They only know what they know because, you know, the, the sky is purple. I'm telling you, it's purple. And then you go, oh, shit, man, you know, you're right. Nobody want to challenge that because they think their career is going to be on the line. So, well, we, we reinvented an opportunity to bring a kaleidoscope into this fabric and say, hey, man, look through this shit. Tell me what you see. And if it makes sense to you, then it's going to make sense to me. You feel me? Because they're the ones on the ground dealing with this, man. We, you know, the folks that make it to see uh, opportunity as a senior NCO, as a chief, as an officer in a in a in a, in a certain pulse of a of a of a command, man. Those cats, the only reason they exist is to give it back, man. We our role is to make sure that we are fundamentally setting up the next wave for, for the bro. All my success, I'm gonna tell y'all, was nothing. I may have had a, a small part of moving and shaking some of the trees that were out there, but half of it was people that invested in me, man. And I got countless. Oh my God, bro. My, my fine line is, is so ridiculous because there was people that just took the time to invest in me, man. Make me better. Hey man, you good here. Uh, but let me talk to you about some of the things that I see, you know, you talk a lot with your hands. So let's let's concentrate on making sure that maybe we can tune that down. I understand where you're from, but you know if you're gonna be in this forum and those things, as much as they sounded like they were positive, I was chopping it down. Like, why y'all trying to change me? Yeah. This is how I am. Right. You feel me? I got defensive when I really I was just not listening to what they were trying to tell me. And a, a, a core of what we do is not to change who we are, man. I mean, I, look, one of the biggest compliments I got this. And Steve Arbona, my brother. Yeah, he on right now. Shout out to, to Steve. Brother, Shout out. Look, I'm going to tell you something. He said something that was real, man. When he said that, that that he got the compliment that he has never changed. And that someone knew him from back in the days. And the compliment was, man, you know what, Chief? I love you, man, because you ain't never changed. That's the highest compliment you can receive, man. Because this, this thing that we call the military has a way of, of defining who you are, right? Like, like literally, you go, you gonna become somebody that somebody else wants you to be. So it goes back into what you was talking about earlier, Scoob. We doing it for the wrong reason and the wrong people. But if you stay grounded and you don't forget where you came from, and you can't, you 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 kind of concentrate on the humbleness of, damn man, I made it this far, and somebody is trying to help me to get to this level. Then how can you not want to give that back, man? That's like crazy talk right there, right? That that that's that's almost you. That's your old. And I got to tell you, people, I owe a lot. Like, I owe. That's my my game in this is I have to pay back so many people. 
And the best way that I could think about it was to take care of them the way I was taken care of. And, and, and more so on the times that I wasn't taken care of. Man, y'all, look, I could get real passionate about this joint. This may lead into Diamond Cut 2. But I'll tell you that I became a first sergeant uh, because I saw some dirty-ass first sergeants. Like, literally, man. I, I Look, man, I was Desert Shield, Desert Storm, right? Yeah. Dated myself again. Mm-hmm. And I found out that my old man, my father, God rest his soul, uh, was going into, he had a triple bypass. He was, he was in the hospital. I get the message. Red Cross comes down. You know my first sergeant? Well, come on, man. Either he had a lot of things going on, and maybe he wasn't open to the resources that we had, like behavioral help. But I will tell you that he was probably the town drunk. He knocked, He came and got me, wake me up in the middle of nothing. I'm just lost, A1C Pinero. And he, he said, hey, man, looks like your father may die. I'm telling you, man, this is real talk. Looks like your father may die. We're going to put you on a plane and get you back home. Yo, you talking about A1C. Come on, man. I got on this plane, a C-130 took me all the way back. We made pit stops in, in Maroon, Spain. By the time I landed, I was at Maguire Air Force Base, bro, Jersey. I had no money in my pocket. I ain't know where the hell I was at because I had never been to Maguire Air Force Base. And I said, I walked out. The, the There was like three pilots, a uh, low master, some crap. You know, they was just doing deliveries, right? Cheese and wine and shit. And... I get inside the terminal. I'm got my bag full of nothing because I ain't had no time to pack for nothing. I got some DCUs on, and the guy in the terminal said, "Hey, yo, man, can I help you?" I said, "I'm trying to get to New York." He said, "Well, there's a Greyhound station. Do you have money for a ticket?" I said, "I have nothing." The guy gave me twenty dollars, bro. Twenty dollars. That twenty dollars got me home, bro. You feel me? Now I'm going to make the story even better. I go see my old man. I'm in the hospital. Everybody treating me like a war veteran and shit, you know, because I'm in my uniform. I ain't got no other clothes. They, they, they in the midst of all this stuff going on with the war, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, first time we ever been involved in an operation. My time is ready. Like, I'm done. I came. I did what I had to do. I get back, and I said, damn, I got to call somebody. I called back to Altus Air Force Base, CSS. Staff Sergeant picked up the phone. And I said, hey, this is Aaron Pinero. I'm just curious. I had a Red Cross message. I'm in New York. She said, you got to get back. I was like, get back? She says, yeah, you got to get back. I was like, how? Do you know that I had to get a credit card for my cousin to buy me a ticket to Charleston Air Force Base to fly me back to the desert? And I'm going to tell you something, man, and I want y'all to understand this in my world, why why I am who I am. I'm back now about two months, and I'm sitting in the DFAT at the time, child hall. The first sergeant walks by me, and you know what he says? Hey, Pinero, when did you get back? Bro, that's why I'm the first sergeant I am now, man. I never want no airman to go through that shit. That's real talk, man. I'm telling you, bro, defining moments in your life will change how you, your behavior, and it will tell you what your purpose is supposed to be. You know what? 
You know what I'm saying? Hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. Forgive Look, me, bro. No, 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 no. Y'all don't understand, man. No. I'm keeping behavioral health right now. No, bro. Look, all my therapy. It, hold on, listen. So, a couple things. Ladies and gentlemen, again, if you're just tuning in, yo, we got Diamond One in the building, all right? And let's keep it 100. That's what we do here in the den anyway. But, um, man, that was that was incredibly, incredibly powerful, man. And I felt that shit. I felt it because being an airman, and I think all of us that's been in the military, or even a young soldier, whatever you want to call it, right? You have those defining moments, right? And but those moments can make or break your ass for real. And so, so I I commend you, you dig for saying, seeing that individual and saying, you know what? That's what I don't want to be. You get what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we all have different situations. Bro, I had a a first sergeant, and this is no stab at different, at first sergeant's period, but you have those that just ain't shit. You get what I'm saying? Because they're doing it for the wrong reason, but I had a first sergeant that tried to give me an article 15 because she did not like my facial expression. You feel me? She said that I was disrespecting a senior NCO, brother. You get what I'm saying? So, we all have our defining moments, but what we don't do we don't have those conversations with our airmen to let them know this is why I am the way I am. This is why I'm going hard for you. So you feel what I'm saying? So, so it's like, so it's like to your point earlier, it's your point earlier though, when you talk about, cause, cause you're getting ready to go, right? K right. They're getting ready. Y'all about to go create your own circle, but of Bro. authenticity. You dig what I'm saying? What you gonna say, Manny? My fault, man. Manny, I wanna cut real, y'all. Real quick, real quick, real quick mm. Manny. This, this, your story, you know what I'm saying, what, what Scooby was just talking about is, is the reason why, you know what I'm saying, I always feel like first sergeants don't come over there with the squeaky clean record and never been through nothing. Because you're never gonna be able to empathize with what, what somebody is going through you're gonna go. You're you're too busy talking about. I can't believe you did that. Instead of I understand why you did that. You want to? It's gonna hurt, but I'm going to make sure you get through this. I mean, you know you, what I'm saying? You, you, you on when point, you got bro. them people, yeah. You, you on, when you, you got them point, people man. that's never been through nothing, they'll never understand. They'll never get it, man. And and th- so this leads into all the things going on now, right? If you lived in a world where you ain't never seen no issue because you don't even know what's going on on the other side of the of the tracks, then how can you? How can you say, man, I didn't know there's, ra- there's racism in the military? I mean, come on, man. We got so- this society, man. We, we we fabrics of society. So that means not everybody's coming from, you know, white men. Not everybody's coming from Altus. Not, and I don't want to point those cats out. I'll tell you, Altus, as my first assignment, was probably the best assignment I ever had because I learned so much from a small community Facts. about the Air Force. Yeah. You feel me? And, and no different than the other bases out there, I realized some of those some people that actually love that type of environment, they nurture around that. And I got it. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. But the problem is that I see is that sometimes we, we dislocate our people and almost purposeful set them up, right? Because I could have easily showed up from New York to Altus with a different demeanor. And I could have easily had a roar. And guess what? It was almost like, yo, man, sorry, this ain't for you. And, and let's say it was that first sergeant who, who didn't like me talking with my hands or maybe I had that demeanor like you talked about, Scoop. You know, all of a sudden, it's, I'm the bad guy and you ain't even trying to understand me or where I'm from. And, 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 and these roles, man, that's why I'm so hard on these first sergeants, man. You know, I changed the, de- the delivery for first sergeants because I saw that we was losing some, some like, real authenticism. Like, 
people will be coming for Assange for the wrong reasons. And keep in mind, this was during the DSD package. So Cass was being selected to be first sergeants that didn't ever want to be first sergeants. And now they they in the squadrons, hating the world. And hating you life know? and then hating you know people. Saying? Yeah. And, and they take their job is the people. Like, I don't want to take care of nobody, but this is the job they gave me. And we had a lot of folks that, you know, and, and, there, and there was a good percentage of folks that didn't want to do a job that became real good at it because they enjoyed it and they found their they, they, the purpose, right? There's a lot of cats like that out there that I know. Uh, but there's also the other side that actually became uh, a tumor, right? They, they were actually toxic. And that led to other things that happened in the unit where now you, you got a young airman, a young NCO, somebody who was aspired to want to do a job. And then they, they hearing or watching this nasty ass cat in this position. And all of a sudden they'd be like, I don't want to do this job. That's why we had to change the, the, the trend. I had to put a little bit more emphasis on the importance of the job. And then the caliber of the person that I needed to be advising and, and assisting uh, the airman versus being on the other side of the dominating pool, right? The shoot from the hip and ask questions later. That, man, that, those days are done, man. We, we our, our suicide rates, our assault cases, these things are real world stuff, man. We got a lot of airmen dealing with life, man, just life. If you don't know how to address that from a, from a professional caliber piece, and I'm talking about like... It, you don't have to have no degree to be human. You feel me? Yo, like, that's what we they, talked about, right? You, they, I don't have to have a PhD in civility. Like, this is like, <laughs> let's be real. You know, let's just talk and let's figure out what, where, where I can help you out. That, this, is, this is what's missing, man. We got so many people wrapped up around what's in it for me, right? They, they look. They ain't listening to your. They ain't listening to lines. Then no. they listen to WWIFM, right? Yeah. It's WIIFM, right? What's in it for me, right? They, they so busy listening to that station, they forgetting that themselves in that equation, man. So, can I just say this too? I'm listening to your story, and I had so scoop. I'm sorry for interrupting, real quick. No. but um, you know, of all those things, those adversity that those first sergeants who didn't do right by the airmen. You know, same thing, my story, I tried to do the DSD and, you know, I had one um, one um, exemption at the time. So I got, you know, nixed. But you I was like... PT? Yep. Because oh, yeah. I, I had... That huh? wouldn't happen on my watch. I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, it was like the one thing that I had aspired to do. Everybody would always, you should be a first sergeant because, you know, I go to bat for those airmen. So, um, you know, I was a little hurt at first, but I was like, you know what? I can still advocate for my airmen. Oh, yeah. And so several of the ones that should have been out of the Air Force that, that I had to go in there or were on that path that they wouldn't, that I had to step in, they have now become first sergeants and are amazing first sergeants. So even though I couldn't become a first sergeant, Amen. the impact that you have on your right. airmen can right. produce some of the best first sergeants that are out there. And so I would say for those supervisors, if you see that first sergeant, all the ones that have, I've been, you know, in my squadrons and stuff, I'm very vocal and very close to them. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I help them see what they don't see. And I go through those pits. And if I hear something about them, we need to have a conversation. You, you know, and supervisors and flight chiefs and people, they have to be more involved. Yeah, yeah. And even if they're not your airmen, but you see it happening, you need to be involved. And those, those no. first sergeants need mentoring. And they need grooming. And you have to know more about that situation and that airman than that first right. sergeant does. That's so right. you now, can go to bat for the ones who decide. I'll tell you right <laughs> now, Camille, so, you are spot on on everything you just said. You know, and, and even the new cat that's the new diamond one in the in the box right now, Mike Perry, he just spoke 
at this uh, Air Force Associate Air Force Sergeant Association uh, uh, virtual window, and he talked about putting first sergeants out of business. If everybody was doing their part, there would be no need for the first sergeant role, right? Because that means everybody would be invested into making sure that that one airman, that NCO, senior NCO officer, because you know that's another one of those fabricated fronts that officers don't get into no trouble. And we got a lot of folks out there who just don't understand they part of this equation too. But he talked about that, right? If we get everybody doing their part, man, everybody will be invested into the, the into the, the betterment of that unit. Because, man, I'll tell you, it only take one person to, to put a, a damper, right? I remember I, I was part of a unit, they and we went through this whole cycle. It was like four, five, six months. Maybe it was like eight months, no DUIs. Oh, my God, that became the chatter, right? Oh, my God, can we make a year? That's huge, right? And everybody was forgetting, man, ain't about the damn time that we ain't got a DUI. We talking to the people about, you know, the relevance of the, the being smart. If you're going to drink, don't drive, right? We th There was some real talk. And it was consistent, and it, and and everybody was invested in the kind. But it wasn't like who's going to be the first one. And then guess what happened? The one cat came out, got a DUI, ostracized. Ah, oh, you messed it up for all of us. <laughs> Rather than to figure out what was up, what was going on in that person's life, let's talk about how he got to that place. Man, nobody want to hear that, man. You know so what? We, yeah. Go ahead, man. Man, and Manny. Look, I I'm, so. Shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, those that's listening, make sure y'all put in hashtag part two because I think we need it. You feel me? Because look, you. yo, because we are already at an hour and forty minutes, but, uh, but I know. I, but uh, you I, having I, fun, baby, bro? That's what it's Is about. That, are you for real? Yo, I know. Yeah, hour and forty crazy, minutes. Man. Hey, hey, and fifteen seconds to be exact. But <laughs> what I what I want to do? Wait, first of all, I want to say part two without your permission. You with that, Manny? What up? Oh, come on, bro. Look, man. There's nothing that I got that's more important than supporting this forum, bro. You already know, man. I'm a fan. I, I love what y'all bring to the table. I love the the energy and the, and more so, man. Just the straight up hundred, right? The creative questions that come from y'all is is they thought provoking, and a lot of the things that you're asking are being asked out there. That's so, good. This is what this is about, man. You know, this is an opportunity to 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 just feed off the fire, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. All right. Yeah, you let me know I'm bringing the wood. I know, me? I know, hey, because it's gonna be that fire. I know, hey. So yeah. look, hey, hey, everybody. Hashtag part two and Manny. Listen, I, and and I'm a, I'm a, I want everybody else to give their final thoughts, right? But I do want to say, man, I appreciate you <clears throat> for different things because you caught me in a position where. I was at a certain point of my career, right, turning back because, you know, it's a chapter that shit is over. You feel me? I'm ready to be happy about real life. But we had a long com conversation about the importance of continuing to serve. That's no the main thing, right? Because if you can't continue, the shit you was doing for the last 20, 30 years was for nothing. It was frivolous. You feel me? Hanging out, bro. Right. Hanging out. You know, hanging out, wasting money, you dig, or or saving it, whatever the case it is. But so I, I, I appreciate you more because I've never worked with you directly or, you know, but the fact that the one-on-one, -on -one, that means that... I still have something to do and you see it and I see it. So man, shout out seriously to you and everybody that, uh, that can dig uh diamond cut. You feel me? Hey, hashtag diamond cut. Hey, big wheel, man. What you got last word, man? 
Last words is, Chief, I truly appreciate your transparency and just your energy and level of compassion and for you being vulnerable with us here on the den. Oh, no Camille, girl, listen to you on Saturdays. I appreciate you and look forward to continuing to see what you do. But these last words go out to those supervisors that go to war for their airmen that sacrifice themselves for mm. the progression of their airmen against all the bullshit that does not get called out and or addressed throughout their career, and they get stumbled mm. by the system. I ask you to keep doing what's right and stand on what's right and fight for your damn airmen. No Those are my last words on the day no of the day. I love it, bro. I love it, man. Right on. Right on. Right on. Hey, Big Herm, what you got, brother? Man, it got dark on me, didn't it? Yeah, I see that background. Look at you. Man, you know what I'm saying? You still like dark skin? Like me. (laughs) Check this out. Camille, thank you. You know what I'm saying? You brought exactly what I thought you would bring. And I'm glad you was here with us. You know what I'm saying? And I want you to come back again. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep bugging stuff to make sure that happens. Shout out to my brother, Will. Man, hey, I agree with you 100% on your last words, man. You got to fight for your people. But, man... Mm. I, I I really I really want to hone in here because you guys, your team, Chief Wright, man, y'all are part of history. You know what I'm saying? This team, when when it was selected, was faced with a lot of adversity. Mm. Didn't nobody really want to hear what Chief Wright had to say because he was a dental <laughs> clerk. He was a dental clerk. It's, I'm gonna put that in quotations. You know what I'm saying? He, they, they didn't really want to hear what he wanted to say. But Yo. you guys, you guys, man, Yo, bro, you guys I, I, made it. Let me tell you something, Manny, man. You guys made it to where, you know what I'm saying, everybody sang a different tune because it was like you like you said before, you actually listened. It wasn't about what was your agenda. Mm. It wasn't I, about I, that. It, it was about what the people's agenda was. What did the people want? And I've been in 21 years, you know what I mean? And I never, I never felt like, you know what I'm saying, my voice was, you know what I'm saying, appreciated until, until this leadership team came into play. You know what I'm saying? This dude, was the bro, first dude. time that the A1C could have talked to the leadership team, and next thing you know, things was happening. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Nah, bro. Believe it, man. I want, I want to appreciate you guys, give you guys your roses, because mm. y'all started a trend. Y'all started y'all started a new way forward, and now I know for a fact Chief Joanne Bass is going to continue that flag. You know what I'm saying? General Brown is mm. going to continue that continue that and make this better, man. But it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened without you guys. Nah, bro. Thank you. Right. From the bottom of my man. heart, you know what I'm saying? It means the much world, bro. Change for the military. Much need change for the Air Force. Y'all set the blueprint. You guys did it. Thank you. Yeah, nah, bro. Damn I, I right. Thank you enough for that, man. That that's huge, bro. And uh and I appreciate that, man. The, the words, the time, and more so uh, you know, the value, man. You know, I, so you know, I'm a fan of books, man. I got a nice little library in the, behind me, and I, I'm I'm always trying to read and, and try to keep myself right, man. But you know, I uh, I think uh, Albert Einstein once said, uh, you know, try not to become a person uh, of uh, of success, but concentrate on being a rather be a person of value, right? And I think, I think that's the part that's the part that brings a little bit more testament to the things that you're saying, man, because. The reality is, is that our team just valued the M, bro. We valued every airman that came into the military for their sacrifice, for for because this this ain't you know ain't no ain't no yeah ain't nobody looking for a golden ticket, man. Right? We we just trying to survive, man. And, and there's too much going on in the world already. And then you come into an institution where if you gotta still try to fight 
fight and survive, man, we got some problems, bro. You You're know, right. and, and and they still continuous, bro. So I appreciate you, man. So we we just trying to, you know, the platform that we've left. Uh, we just had a great team, man, and I, and I tell you, I echo that because you know neither myself or the chief were the ones behind the machine, right? We had a, a synergy of a team that believed in the same goal. And uh, so, yeah, bro, true success came from the team, bro. And I, that, that was really an opportunity to, fa- to put it back on the M. That's the it. true success change came because of the M. Mm-hmm. We just put them back in the box, bro. That's it was out it. the box for a while. So yeah, I thank you, man. I thank all of y'all, man. This has oh, been money, bro. Hold on, hold on, because we got Camille. Find him. Oh, word. my God. Go ahead, I'm look. sorry. I jumped all in this Yeah, you shit. did. Yeah, you did. Go ahead. Go ahead, Go ahead, No, I, I want to thank you guys again for having me on. Thank you for the kind words. This was amazing. Um, you know, Chief, I've been in the in the comment section on some of the dens, you know, um, uh, platforms featuring you and kind of went back and forth and things like that. But I want to say thank you. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you for, like with Chief Wright, you guys being able to speak out on some of those issues that were so hard for us to speak up against, um, you know, at the lower levels. It gave us a voice. It gave us an opportunity to say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. You know, and it's not just me. It doesn't just happen here, but it happens all the way up the ranks. So I want to say thank you guys for opening and being, you know, opening up about it, being vulnerable and sharing your stories that so many of us relate to on a day to day basis that gave us, you know, the courage to stand up for those who didn't have it before, or even just the opportunity in the small groups and things like that to say, these are the things that we're up against and we need our voices to be heard and we mm. need something to change. So okay. from me to you, to the whole team, you know, I'm glad that as I'm retiring, that I was able to experience this in my career. Okay. There's a lot of firsts that I wanted to see female chief master sergeant of the air force Crazy, oh, right? goodness, that's going to move me to tears another black chief master sergeant of the air force i was fortunate to have a, a dance before um chief barnes died came to an als graduation and i got to dance with him one last time that's what i'm talking and about. i just i wanted to see that again and i did and then for now the chief of staff of the air force you know my father talked about his service he served 24 years in the air force oh, as man. please let him know he, if he's still he with you say thank you i will he might be on here now but all of the years that he was saying and the things that were going on and the people that i only read about in the history books that you know he served with and to watch this happen is like a huge moment even for him and it's due to you guys and i want to say thank you my father's 75 years old right now i'm getting emotional too my you know but um thank you on behalf of him you know, that all the things that he went through and experienced and the segregation and the, all the things like that wasn't for nothing. Nah, that nah. change is really happening and it's happening in his lifetime, something yeah. that I don't know if he ever thought he would see. Yeah, so thank girl. you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. And the beauty is that we are, we still got a long way to go. You feel me? Uh, these, these platforms are just edges, man. We're getting our foot in the door now with opportunity. And actually, that's exactly what we wanted, man. You know, I told you earlier, the objective is to get at the table and, and you know, bringing in this new chief of staff and this new team uh, to look at the Air Force like a mirror, man. They're reflections of who we are. And for a long time, I couldn't see myself in our leadership. You feel me? So now we got an opportunity to at least say, damn, man, that person looked just like me. 
You know, and, and that's real. That's real talk, man. So just realize that. I appreciate you, girl. Come here, I'm so proud of you, girl. Hey, man. Moving from Saturday mornings to like Sunday joints. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, 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 you know how it starts, right? Hey, first is in the front, now she on the fries, right? Uh, <laughs> We're moving you up, yo. Girl. Hey, but no, but look, Manny, no, man, look, for real, no, man, look, real talk, man. So I know I won't be able to come to the, you know, the ceremony and everything, I'll but but the thing in, is, hey, but 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 the deal is, is that that's a ceremony, is 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 it's formal, but informally. Right. I want you to hear and the world to hear the ones that's still on right now. Um, first of all, I want to thank everybody for watching this episode of the Lions. Then look, you could have been anywhere this Sunday, but you happen to be here with us. Right. This growth and development with action. And that's what it's about. However, brother Manny, you and the rest of the team and y'all have done a lot of powerful things, brother, from changing the way we do things with resiliency, focusing on attacking suicide you get what i'm saying instead of just a chatter you feel me and just everything the social uh unrest and things of that nature so i commend you i want to make sure that you know that we are giving you your roses now right because it's the things that you and the rest of the team have instilled in others that's going to help us to say you know what i can now let that go because I trust that the things that I did or things that we did, we've, we're leaving it in the right hands with the right mind. You feel me? Because the, the way that we're going right now, there's no reason for us to revert back. Yeah, we go. have to keep moving. So, so momentum, is, momentum is on point now, that, bro. That's what it is. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Hey, and listen, in every way, that's what everybody needs to start thinking about. Listen, yeah. when things are going, you can, like we said earlier, you either riding the wave or you right under that, that, that damn thing, right? What's no. going to happen? Where are you no. positioned? So, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to wrap this on up, but I do want to thank you, though, Manny. Yo. <laughs> Yo, NY in the building, right? Yo. Look, I even put this this joint on to make sure everybody understand there ain't no excuses. You feel me? None. Or no apologies. None. We we, we out here to keep it right, man. And the only way we do that is keeping it real. So thank you, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank all of y'all, man, for what you do for this community. Much love, man, and, and continued success, bro. You know, I be honking the horn, bro. You know what they say about these these geese? When you see geese flying in the air? What is it? You know, there's, there's a momentum, right? So I got my man Brink. I talked about him earlier. We always go honk, honk. Because, you know, when the goose that's in the front, he leading the charge. But when he get tired, he moves to the back. And another cat come up front. So I always tell folks, man, honk, honk. That's, that's real talk, man, to tell me, bro. When I get, when I'm at my lowest... Don't worry about it, because I know you got me up front. Yo. So, so, Hashtag so honk, honk. I like that. I that's can dig it. That's how I see y'all, man. Keep honking, man. Keep making sure folks hear that noise and, and, and make sure they got a reason to follow. You feel me? Right on. Right on. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, look, y'all heard it from the man himself. You dig honk, honk. Because, listen, honk, you, baby. Yeah, yeah, because, listen, yo. hey, look, look, yo, you never know where you're at. You know what I'm talking about? You, you need somebody to help you out. Right. And or you need someone to speak what you can't keep in mind. Look, Manny been in the game for 32, 32 years, Manny. Wow. Ah, Lord, five months. <laughs> hurt my soul. But seriously, though, but think about that, though. We it, don't be mad at the Manny that you didn't have. 
Mm-hmm. Be mad at the you that you don't want to be yet. Uh, you feel wow. me? So put yourself position position yourself to be the best you. Don't sit here and cry. Oh, I wish my chief was this way. Be that oh, chief. Ah, oh, this shirt wasn't this way. Be that shirt. You feel me? And that, that's the bottom line. So look, we we're gonna cut it off because I know, man. We gonna cut it off. We gonna cut it all night long. I know. I know. There are questions that came from the world that we didn't get an opportunity to touch on, man. Please let me know. Uh, so I could at least explore them and then get them Our back tune. to the folks that asked them. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to make sure because a lot of folks out in the world that actually tuned in took time. Yes. To, to wanna, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to let that time go. Bro, don't count time. Yeah. Make time count. Make time count. Yes. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, please, if there was anything specifically that you wanted to ask him, he got full access to the lines. Then he going through this and, and checking it on out. Right. And don't forget to share this. Make sure you share this. Let folks know. Don't be stingy, acting funny style like you don't want nobody to know that you was on. You know what I'm talking about? Because you whatever. Stop acting funny. All right. But listen, Lions Den, we love y'all. We're going to see y'all soon next week. All right. Y'all be easy. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, the Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth. <laughs>